0: Or
1: prison. <laughs> I'm here, Chief. How are you this morning? This all right? nasty out there. I was going to uh um well I thought we had more time, but I was gonna ask you about your opinion on the the city going forward here and all the violence. And guess what happened this morning on the way in? Were you uh, a witness to an incident with somebody getting shot? Uh, I'm walking down the street, mind my Project? own. View uh worse, Uh walking down the street minding my own business, as usual. Um, I see a guy... In you the, got money. Yeah, I got the... There's a guy here in the parking garage with a, a pretty interesting camera, and I'm thinking, man, I must, they must have filmed a movie here last night, dummy me. So then I go, <clears throat> next spot, <clears throat> downstairs there's a bar with an awning. I see a guy with another... Uh, <laughs> I said, were you guys filming a movie here last night? He goes, well, sort of. There was a massive shooting right there in the corner. I go... You gotta be kidding me, and the guy goes, "Oh no, bunch of people at Stroger and uh you know we they just been, they just picked up the stuff so this morning I one thirty in the morning these people are in a dodge Durango all of a sudden who's on the sidewalk here at one thirty in the morning? I have no idea. Open up on the Durango. not only they nail everybody in the Durango, but they nail some some lady who's walking across the Congress at one thirty in the morning for whatever reason and uh of course, they don't have any of the guys. The, the guy drives two of them over to Stroger to two ladies. One is in critical condition or something. He drops them off, and he, he drives off. They catch up with the guy in Maywood. He's got a serious wound. He's in some hospital. Brennan, where do we find these people, and how are we going to get rid of them?
0: I don't know. This is, this is so terrifying for the city. That, uh, and it just seems like there's no answer to what's been going on. I mean, every part of the city.
1: You, you know what the answer is. We all know what the answer is. I mean, there is no question in anybody's mind that what the answer is. The answer is a massive police presence, and if somebody starts shooting at somebody, you shoot them dead, and uh stop and frisk all the stuff nobody wants to do in a polite society, we're going to have to do. Because this is insane. Two people were shot at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, Sunday afternoon over by Millennium Park. The, 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 yeah,
0: I, I saw that.
1: I mean... What about the? T- did you hear about the two idiots that the the, uh, uh, the carjacking on Friday night? you Hear that story? No, I didn't. Five guys carjack a Rolls Royce near North Side. Somehow or another, of course, nobody knows nothing, right? I mean, they carjack it; they make it all the way to Lansing with police chasing them, and the police can't find a way to get them. You know, I mean, it, the coordination among the police is is abysmal here. They could make it all the way to Lansing. They ditch that car and steal somebody's Lexus. Hop in the Lexus, make it to one hundred and seventh in Indiana. They get out. The police are finally there. They get three of the guys. The other two jump in the Calumet River and and drown and drowned. If you wrote a story like that in fiction, you wouldn't sell a, you wouldn't sell a book.
0: No. We were over in Michigan over the weekend, so I didn't hear that story on about Friday night.
1: Uh, it was all over Saturday it, this morning. Is,
0: this is horrific. Every single neighborhood, uh, it, places where you you never thought it would happen, but the whole downtown area is just right with, with very bad violence. I mean, think about it, You can't even take public transportation now without getting stabbed or shot, or fear of getting stabbed or shot.
1: Uh, Brandon, there, at every given night, and last night probably was lousy weather, we're not even talking about rain delays. But on every given night, there's people driving around in cars with guns, looking to do harm to somebody. Someplace, somewhere, we've got to stop that. It can't just be everybody's okay. If we just would have given everybody one more free meal in first grade, they're really good boys. They're not good boys, Brennan. It's like it's uh-huh. like you know. It's it's the same thing with you know. I, this is this is you know me. This is me talking. I know that if we don't stop it, the current people don't stop it. One of these days, we're going to get a guy with a Charlie Chaplin mustache running the city because somebody is going to say, "I'm going to stop it," and they don't care who the guy is. I mean, it, and, and this mm-hmm. thing, you know, I mean that that's that's what happens in the world when you when, when you don't protect your population. They they'll, they'll elect anybody who will, and I'm very afraid of that because right now, if anybody says, "I," I mean, I, am I wrong or right? no, you're right
0: uh, and that is a way and the other thing is that you will see a lot of abusive behavior even by the police department they are trying to to overcorrect um, and, and the John Burge situation from a number of years ago and uh, it infuriates me how much we pay for that kind of conduct however, I do think that the more this goes on the more likely you're going to see overreaction by a politician who becomes better and or uh, turning
1: loose the police I I, I hair goes up in the back of my neck every time I think of this John Burge guy but I also know Brennan uh, no no arrest is a fun event I mean I I would give the cops back to Billy Clubs because I don't want them shooting anybody Uh but I mean if you go on if you go on the L's right now on the rapid transit on every single train everybody tells me this Matty Weber people take them. every single train Every time you're on it, there's some sort of an incident. Somebody smoking, somebody spitting on the ground next to you, people who never leave the thing, people who live there. The blue line and the red line, I guess, are the worst. You're going to have to say, you're going to have to get off the train, and the guy's going to say, screw you, even to the police, and you're going to have to figure out a way to get him off there. He's not going to put his hands behind his back so you can cuff him. Somehow or another, there's going to be a bad scene. We, we have to understand mm-hmm. that if, if you and I get pulled over by for a ticket, even if we're doing something wrong, we're not happy about it. It's not a pleasant right. meeting, and we're and we're way beyond it. It is not going to be fun. Rousting these people off these 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 railroad cars, and you are going to have to have a policeman on every other platform. that's going to get out on one train, sit on the platform, get on the next train. This is going to have to happen for six months. These guys aren't even mm-hmm. thinking about stuff. I mean, my dad was a policeman. He died when I was four. So it's not like I, I know police, there, but I, I know what has to happen, Brennan. I mean, I, I'm a, a south-sider, I, I, you know, but around policemen, I know what has to happen. There has to be mm-hmm. people all over the place, and if somebody does something, and if you start opening up from somebody on a sidewalk, it is, it is the policeman's job to shoot you before you shoot the next person if you're emptying your gun, isn't it? I mean, That's right. I, mean I, I hate to even say it, but... How, how could we let an entire city go down? The investments here, in place after place is foreclosing here. I mean, what are we doing, Brennan? Mm
0: mm-hmm. hmm. Huh? You know, the safety of the citizenry is uh, a critical component to keeping a vital city. Um, it would be interesting, though. I just saw an article that uh, the city is going to apply for the Democratic Convention in 2024. Now, I remember what happened the last time in 96 when we got the Democratic Convention. And a lot of changes were put in place, a lot of beautification. There's a lot of planners that went from the downtown hotels along Madison Avenue to get out to the United Center because that was the route that all the, the um, uh, politicians took uh, out to get to the United Center for it. It was also time that there was a, <clears throat> a tremendously increased police presence to protect all the conventioners who came into town. Um, and I think you know, that might be the way... Cost of additional crops. but you know there, there is a, a problem with the police right now that there aren't enough of them. They're, they're losing people to uh, retirements or, or just resignations.
1: Well, wouldn't you? Well, first of all, I would change that too. You can you can quit whenever you want. You're not getting your payroll. You're not getting your first pension check to your 65. Mm-hmm. You can go. You can go work in a in the. Uh, in the streets and sands, uh, bureaucratic room or something. We're not, we're not paying people at age 55 to not work. We can't do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is, what I'm saying, I can't believe I'm saying this, Brennan, but it is so clear, in fact, my big nose and my big face. I mean, we can't stop doing, we can't, some, some policemen say, I'm, I'm, screw you, I'm, I'm quitting at 52. Well, fine, you're not going to check for 13 years. I mean, we, I mean, what, what are we doing? And I, and mm-hmm. I and I, I, And you know, I I, uh, obviously I have an amazingly soft spot for police, but I I contribute every year. I've Got police plates. I wear a police hat. I love these guys. But this is wrong. We're we're, we're totally Mm -hmm. we're not led well. They're not coordinated. I don't see any clue on on what's going on on the internet and how these people. I mean, we need we need a new leader. We need to get this act together. I don't see how you get a city back. Do you? We're we're building.
0: It takes time. It takes time and, and takes some dramatic action.
1: Yeah, but right now, tomorrow, for this summer, regular people have to feel that they can take the, the L downtown and enjoy Millennium Park and things like that. I don't see that happening at all, Brent. I see mm-hmm. it absolutely going the other way. This thing out here, 1.30 in the morning and it's raining? <laughs> what are we, and it's 40 degrees. What are we doing? And there's two idiots on the sidewalk waiting for some car so they can ambush it? Right in front, right yeah. in front of the street from a fire station? Well, I
2: feel
0: unsafe. You know, I, I have a, a regular state of meeting with some folks out in Oak Park, and uh, I used to take the, the train out there, and I take the Green Line from, like, the State Street Station out to Oak Park or to uh, Harlan Avenue and then back, and for the last couple of months, there's always, like you said before, that many sees it on the train. I see it, too. There are people smoking marijuana. There are people eating. There are people uh, just being loud with music, and there are people that are getting into fights. We're, yeah, a couple came out a few times different couples but they came out and had a big argument and I thought they were going to start threatening each other punching each other or go after somebody else in the car and you know what do you do I, mean, it, it, I don't want to step in and break anything up because I'm afraid that I'm going to attack them I don't know if they've got with them or how
1: they're going to do
0: anything it's really frightening
1: did you see the one on one in the morning at the Kinsey and State this guy is that arguing with two black well I don't know if they're black I assume they were two ladies they're having a verbal altercation. There's a guy with two women. The guy pulls out a gun and blasts the women.
0: Yeah, that was by Maria City and by the ten, ten
1: Yeah, the Bowling line. So, how, how? I mean, of course, nobody sees nothing. Uh, nobody, nobody I mean, can't find a guy. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll spend fifty cops will spend forty eight hours picking up the, the the brass for whatever reason. I mean, I mean, how many people around here? Why, why don't we do a one thirty in the morning to three thirty in the morning stop and frisk downtown? I mean, mm-hmm. just say, whoever we are, I don't care if you're grandma, because grandma won't be here. We know who's wandering around here from one thirty to 3.30 in the morning, because nobody, I mean, the only people who live here are people on State Street, the students. I, I mean, I, I anyway, yeah. hey, Brendan, sorry to, uh, we're trying, we're trying to get, uh, see if we can find a time for you later in the week, because we didn't get enough Brendan here. I want to talk to you about recession and everything okay. else. Okay. So. All right, buddy, take care of yourself. SP Futures down 11, as futures down 34. You like that? Right Mr. Joel Uncannon.
4: Eight eight one zero, or search us on the web at cognoshr.com. Cognos HR, Innovation in Human Resources, licensed in Illinois and Arizona. Hello, this
1: is Tom Howell, the chief. Confused about investing these days? I suspect you are not alone. Investing was never easy, although at times it may have seemed so. I think one reason behind the current concern, although maybe not explained as such, is how the fluctuation in the American dollar and the associated politics is affecting your investments and your wealth. It may not be enough to make some money in your investments. Well, and welcome back to Tyson I'm Tom out. Eliani on the board. SP Futures down 13. Nasdaq Futures down 42. We were up last night. We had a huge turnaround on the market yesterday. Probably close to 600 Dow points. We were down four something and finished up. Well, we'll figure out exactly what we finished up here in a second. But, uh, right now, we like I said, we have SB Futures down 13. Nasdaq Futures down 42. We were down a little bit more when we came in. Dow Futures down 121. Uh, individual movers that are down that heavy. Not, actually, not that much. We've got, uh, uh, Visa down fifty four cents. That's not that much. Microsoft down fifty six cents. Um, Apple down seventy cents. Nothing. Nothing crazy. But futures are down one twenty four. Over in Asia, careful here because people weren't. But uh, well, we still have. Uh, we got the Nikkei down twenty nine point one percent. We still have Shanghai and Hang Seng. Um, well, Hang Seng is not closed. Shanghai is still closed. The Hang uh, Seng is up twelve points. Call that flat. Well, it's. They've been a wild days. That's a inside day there. Yesterday, Dow finished up 84 after being down, I'm thinking, 470. A huge turnaround. S&P was down probably 60 and finished up 23.5%. NASDAQ was down, uh, not, they weren't down as much because we had been, been down more uh, last week. <clears throat> NASDAQ was down maybe 110 and finished up 201. So, again, big, big, big turnaround. Over in Europe, the uh, DAX up 10, uh, call that flat. FTSE down 60.8%, kick around up 14.2. So they're actually quiet all over the place here this morning. Fed meetings today and tomorrow, so that's probably one of the reasons for it. Twenty-year uh, ten-year ten-year down two basis points to two point nine seven. Was up right near, near three. Um, it was actually over three for a little bit. Uh, Bund unchanged at .95. Japan unchanged .22. Oil well, down one forty six, but one hundred three seventy one. It came back during the day yesterday. Brent down a buck forty, one hundred six eighteen. Natural gas up thirty nine cents, seven eighty seven. That is spectacular i keep saying that every day it keeps going pretty higher our bob down five cents 345 uh we've got gold uh down 380 1859 silver up a dime 2268 copper up four cents 430 and we've got bitcoin up 18 to thirty-eight thousand four seventy-five. 475 quiet there as well eliani what do you got for us traffic weather sports
5: Thanks so much, Tom. Good morning, everyone. Currently, six thirty-six a.m. on um, it's already May. My God, May third. And uh, let's start with sports. Uh, looking at the NBA, uh, Suns beat the Mavericks last night, one twenty-one to one fourteen. Moving over to baseball, Diamondbacks beat Ma- uh, Marlins last night, five to four. And we can look forward to a Cubs vs. Sox game tonight, but probably not. You know, considering how much it's raining today. Uh, but if if so, if the game does continue, there will be a game tonight in Wrigley Field at 640. Looking at weather in Chicago, it is an absolutely rainy day. Expect rain all day. And not just a little bit of rain, heavy rain all day. Currently 45 degrees with a high of 50 and a low of 42. And Phoenix currently clear skies, 69 with a high of 91, low of 64. Moving over to traffic this morning, as you can imagine, the roads are pretty hectic, so let's get into that. Uh, we have traffic eastbound on 290 between the 294 north-south tri-state ramp all the way to downtown. Uh, traffic westbound on 290 between, this actually it was just a new report that came in, uh, between Costner and 9th Avenue. Uh, we have traffic eastbound on I-88 all the way from Highland Avenue to the 294 uh, south tri-state ramp with an accident at Kingery Highway. Uh, traffic northbound on 294 between Route 50 and the I, uh, I-90 West Ramp <coughs> with an accident at West Grand Avenue. Uh, we have traffic southbound on 294 between 75th and, uh, Route 50 with an accident Archer Avenue. Traffic eastbound on I-90 between the 294 South Tri-State Ramp and Lawrence. Traffic eastbound on I-94 between North California and Canalport. Traffic westbound on 94, uh, between Route 6 and West North Avenue with an accident at the 57 North Ramp. Traffic northbound on 55 between, uh, north weber avenue and the 94 east ramp traffic southbound on 55 between the i-90 west ramp and cicero with an accident at south damon and finally traffic northbound on 57 between route 83 and the 94 east ramp back to you chief
1: why don't you just say go home
5: i know right i want to do the same
1: <laughs> <laughs> well you gotta seem like you have a little bit of a cold it's a great great weather today there were cold eh
5: oh my god i woke up this morning and i'm like what happened
1: Oh we got I got some hot mustard in here, you can sniff that. No, it might help, you know. (laughs) Do we have do we have Mr. Joel? Mr. Joel is here. Good morning, Chief. How are you, buddy? I'm just reading the headlines here and every headline I read now I just I just I just cringe because I I kinda know the I don't know, I just get the feeling what the backstory is. Burger King parent earnings beat estimates as revenue climbs fifteen percent. What do you figure their average prices are up? Twenty? Of course, the revenue climbs. Uh, for that I, I,
6: I'm sorry. What company were you referring to? Burger King. Oh, Burger King. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pricing power. If you want that wow right?
1: And here, uh, the other one is your favorite. Pfizer reports combined sales of 15 billion for COVID vaccine and antiviral treatment in first quarter. Why? Why? Whenever we get something from the Center Disease Control that Pfizer has essentially done the research for. These guys got their nose up the ass at the CDC so much, I, I cringe when I see that. Can we, are we ever gonna get a straight story out of our people that these guys don't influence? Would you like to see a huge list of all the people they've paid money to, their lobbyists and all, in the Senate and, and uh, in and House and every other place in the last six months? Or a year? Just saying.
6: Ah, uh, if you haven't, send it to me.
1: I know, I'd love to, love to find, a little grumpy this morning because there was a massive shooting outside our, our, our place here last night, a bunch of people shot you're kidding me, oh, unbelievable One thirty in the morning what happened? A, a, a couple people are on a, a sidewalk now there's nobody here at one thirty in the morning, I, well there was last night uh, Durango goes down Wells Street guys on the, on the sidewalk, they must have been waiting for him. To open up, shoot at the people in the da- Durango uh, the guy drives the two other people in the car over to Stroger Hospital, one of them I guess is critical he drives off well, they find him in May, in Maywood. He's got a gunshot wound too, but didn't want to stop at the hospital. So I don't know where they put him. Uh, of course, they can't find the people on the sidewalk. Uh, they were it was, this was a one thirty when I walked in at quarter to six. I was talking to the photographer downstairs. I was like, hey, are you guys filming a movie?" He goes, "No, it's a crime scene." I go, "You got to be kidding me!" I've had a long conversation oh, with him. It's unbelievable. Wow! 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 wow. Actually, wow.
6: as a, um,
5: as I was walking, right.
6: uh, you got me beat. A lot more a uh, lot more action than, uh <laughs>
5: i oh, have yeah. had
6: in a couple this of buttons. Um, but um just market talk here. I I heard you mention that uh, mm-hmm. you know, the turnaround yesterday and yeah, you like to see those turnarounds in the market and, you know, claw back from making a new yearly low, but I don't know, for my years in the markets I'd I'd rather see a, a quiet, slow, steady grind rally than see something like that. It just doesn't seem like we're we're putting in a strong foundation yet to rally off. And, um, you know, with the volatility up, I mean, yeah, it's nice. You can get some good swings, some good price action, but sure doesn't feel like we're on solid footing yet, uh, you know, to, to base a rally on.
1: Well, we're, we're whizzing around with the uh, the Fed news. The meeting starts today, and the announcements are tomorrow. And, of course, they're, they're trying to prime these guys. If they're going to do the half a percent, now, yesterday, all I heard on a couple of stations were, uh, we think we've already seen the top on the inflation and this and that, and uh, if they do a half a point, maybe they can adopt a wait-and-see attitude. And God's sake, Joel, they're still seven points away, ten points away from where inflation is with the interest rate. I mean, does, does the average American have any idea how far these guys are? Then, of course, the, 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 fur, the survey is 50% of people think the Fed is going to put us in a recession. Joel, we're already in a recession does any, does anybody doubt what i'm what I'm saying
2: here <laughs> I, mean, like,
6: I mean it's all, you know stagflation there's uh, i don't, I don't know how you can uh how you can say in, inflation's peak i mean you can you know you can look at different internal factors but you know until you see the data and, I, and you know some people are gonna you know be happy to see one month's worth of good data. I think you need to see um you know a couple months of good data before you can say you know we got uh you know we're, we're on the top of this um but i'm sure what you're seeing you know with the rising prices is uh you know some demand destruction right uh people just start you know can't afford the new house they can't afford the new boat they can't afford uh well i guess people are still going on vacation so uh, it's hard to declare a victory yet, uh, and I guess we'll have to wait for the CPI data to come out, uh, later in the month. Uh, I believe it comes out mid-month, but, uh, besides that, I mean, you want, you want to see not one month, but at least a couple months of, uh, data before you can declare a victory, in my opinion. Well,
1: having a peak is not the same as having a victory. I mean, I, the, I, weird part is we don't have much time, Joel, but I actually, uh, everybody on the show thinks I'm nuts I actually think that if you look at the money supply growth and how they're already starting to cut back a little bit on that I actually think if you looked at the numbers right now legitimately we probably have peaked but we peaked at like 17% they're not giving you that they're giving you the the trailing year number I think we had a 1.3% monthly last month I think we get a 1.4 or 1.5 this month and I'll bet that is probably the high but that's sixteen, seventeen. So, so, so yeah, I think we're peaking. But I think we're peaking at double where they think it is.
6: Well, uh, I mean, we always know that they've, uh, you know, they've underestimated the numbers, right? I mean, that's something that you know uh, market participants have been dealing with even long before inflation came around. So, um, you know, if it's that high, it's that high. The proof will be in the pudding. But. Uh, doesn't seem like earnings season's doing much to help the market no. either. So, uh, like I said, just from a, you know, from a market structured, you know, standpoint, I'd like, I'd like to see us calm down a little bit, you know, a couple inside days and then maybe set a foundation. But taking out the yearly low yesterday was a negative. Yep. Rebounded to close above it. It's like I said, I just didn't like the, the character of the rally.
7: What caused
1: the, uh, as if there was such a thing. Last night, I could have sworn we were up and all of a sudden we're down. We would, what piece of news caused that
6: I didn't see any. No, I didn't see any. I, I just think that's just, you know, after after the kind of market that you had yesterday, uh, you know, make a low at 40.56 and you're 120 handles higher at 4 in the morning. I mean, you know, that's just anybody that was brave enough to buy the dip yesterday. I mean, how do you, you know, in this environment with the Fed beating, with the, you know, the half point interest rate hike coming? You know, how can you not take any kind of short-term profits on something like that? That's the way I look at it, Chief.
1: Well, we actually, uh, I don't usually blow my own horn, but out of the blue, what do they say when a blind squirrel finds an acorn every now and then? They say on the trading floor. We did every one of our put rolls yesterday right on the bottom. So we, I don't think we've ever had it. I mean, you know, the clients probably don't even know. <laughs> I mean, they just know that uh, the day ended up okay for them. Uh, but we, we rolled our puts down at like exactly like 1130 or 12 o'clock. And, uh just, yeah. worked, and I was, I was reluctant to do it because it looked like we were going in the crapo and I didn't really want to give up, you know, I had the end of money puts and I rolled down to the at the money puts and, uh, I didn't want to do it. I was very reluctant. Matter of fact, we put it, get a little of this. We put in the, the spreads away because I didn't really want to do it. And when we, the last dip down, we got filled. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, we got filled I didn't even want to get filled. Sure enough, we turn around and go flying up and I go, Great trade. <laughs> it was like you <laughs> 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 like guys wings in a long yeah we, to close. yeah, we were too slow to cancel. So we, we ended up with three great <laughs> trades. <laughs> it was like yeah. it was like the kid who takes a long shot in basketball and you say and then it goes in, you go, Oh nice shot. <laughs> The, uh, yeah, that's
6: right. staying firm,
4: man. Stay firm. Hey, right? what, one quick. Keep I know you got to go, but one right. quick question.
1: What? How far down are some of these? These. uh Facebook has bounced back. How far down are we right. p- looking at this Amazon? In some of these places, they just keep. Nvidia keeps going down. Amazon keeps going down. I mean, are, what are we doing? Are they just? I mean, they're still high PE, so it's not like they can't go to the lower. But what's your view on those?
6: Uh, our view is is uh, we lost our leadership, chief. And, uh, you know, that's, that's, you know, when you like, you know, we would talk about how the rally was so narrow, right? It was the big stocks holding us up. Well, the big stocks aren't holding us up anymore. So, uh, you know, there's, there's, uh, you know, Amazon, I mean, that's has got hit after earnings. It's, uh, you know, when I look at like the monthly charts and I see what's going on between 2000 and 2500, the way it blew through there during COVID. Makes me a little bit nervous. I don't know if you're going to get a shot at 2,000, uh, but man, oh man! Longer it takes to uh, recover 2,500, uh, the more I'll be concerned about testing that 2,000 in Amazon.
1: Well, Joel, thank you very much. But talk to you next week. SP Futures down 10, you're down 32. Be right back. Short break. Then Kenny Polkiri.
8: Are you one of the millions of people who suffer with pain?
9: 3456 that's 708-349-3456 or visit my website at myhomesourcerealty.com that's myhomesourcerealty.com
8: interested in promoting your business to a high-end audience comprised of entrepreneurs traders executives and the everyday business person consider advertising on stocks and jocks with a devout listenership covering the Chicago market, along with a vast online presence, advertising on Stocks and Jocks may be just what it takes to put your business over the top. For more information, contact me, Matt Weber, at matt at stocksandjocks.net. That's matt at Stocks. Jocks. Stocks and Jocks. Stocks and Jocks. You are out of control. Right here.
1: Right now. Right here.
2: Right now. Right now. Money, honey, money, honey. money,
9: honey. if you want
2: to get along with me. well,
1: welcome back to Dr. Jackson. I'm tomorrow. on the board. SP Futures down 9. NASDAQ Futures down 28. Uh, here's an interesting story regarding uh, a Citigroup says one of their traders caused a European flash crash. That's interesting. I would have thought Kenny Paul Kirby only you know, got to be big enough to do that, but um, Kenny, yes, I'm here. Well, you know, when you normally short 500 futures on the Swedish Exchange and you hit an extra zero, did you cause this flash crash yesterday?
7: <laughs> I did see. I got to read. I didn't see anything yet about what that was, other than this the this, this, this idea that maybe that's what it was. It was some big margin call. It was someone blown out. Maybe it was a guy from Melville Capital
1: because they're down another ten percent. Uh, Citigroup took responsibility.
7: Oh, Citigroup! I didn't see yeah. that. What did Citigroup say? Was it in a busted estate?
1: U.S. banking giant Citigroup on Monday took responsibility for the flash crash, which saw some European markets turn lower. I guess they drove the. Of course, I. When's the last time? Or I don't even know what, they must Stockhol-
7: where did you see that? I didn't see. No, that no, anymore. it was
1: the Sweden Stockholm OMX, which I couldn't even tell you what their exchange was. Thirty-share index fell by as much as eight percent at one point and recovered to be only down one point nine percent on Monday. One of our traders made an error when inputting a transaction. Within minutes, we identified the error and corrected it. it Spokes, they it corrected. They must have lost their ass when they corrected it.
7: Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, I can
1: imagine because everything. A lot of people were closed yesterday, right? Uh,
7: yeah, London was closed. Yeah, well, only in Europe it was only London, but in. Uh I guess Japan was closed, and someone else was closed over in Asia. But Actually, I think I think Japan was
1: cool. open. Mainland, mainland was closed for some reason. I don't know. I don't know what that was all about. But
7: yeah. Anyway, U- so the UK, A gate, but um, none of the other ones were. You know? What
1: uh, would you make of the market's action yesterday and you know, this morning? I was catching some of uh, your, your buddy uh, Steve Leisman. If these guys managed to, to turn the truth ninety-five different directions, now they went out with a <laughs> survey. I can only imagine the questions they were asking that fifty seven percent of the people now are thinking the Fed is gonna cause the recession if they raise interest rates too much. The recession's already here, Kenny. It's been here for for the, two the years. The
7: recession is already here in parts of the in parts of the country. And yes, the Fed is gonna is gonna only exacerbate it because they're gonna to have to push rates higher. So, you know, they're trying they're trying to divert the attention and say, you know, it's not the Fed, it's everything else, but if the Fed goes too far too fast, then you know they'll add to it. It's already here, like you said, and two and B, they're gonna to add to it because they're gonna to have to raise rates. Inflation is eight point five percent at the last read. The next read CPI is out on the eleventh of the month. If you go look at Bloomberg, they don't even have an estimate up yet because I think they're still trying to figure out how they're gonna how they're gonna couch it considering PPI was at eleven point two percent. So CPI is gonna be higher than eight point five. It has to be. The math tells you it has to be. If it comes in any lower than that, then you've got to think about manipulation because that's bullshit.
1: Okay, why well, uh why a, a very, very learned sage named Mr. Kenny who has been around the black probably more than I have. How is it that they have you talking about an 8% inflation when, when you and I were kids, you took the monthly number or the last two monthly numbers and you multiplied it either by 12 or by 6, and that's your inflation. What, what do we care what happened a year ago? Last month was 1.3%, times 12 is 15.6. If we take the last two months... It was like 1 and 1.3, so the average what? Say 1.1 times 6 is, uh, or that would be that would be 2%, right? Times 6 is 12, so somewhere between 12 and 16. This 8 is from right. nowheresville.
7: Well, and, that, and that's exactly the point that it's already understated as it is. There are people that already think that the CPI rate is, is upwards of 10%, but 8.5 doesn't really make a lot of sense at the moment, but next month, the 11th, the one that's coming out on the 11th, um, that's also going to show uh, a continued increase. It has to. CPI was up so strongly, much stronger than expected, the CPI has to continue to move up. I mean, well, it's just the
2: way the math works.
1: Well, the last two months, and I I've, i don't to, t- to tell you the truth, Kenny, I, I sound like I know all this stuff. I, mean, I, I learn every month, because one of the listeners are, or either sends me something, or somebody on the show says something, I don't remember. Uh, have you ever, th- were you aware that the I'm sure you're gonna tell me you've known it the whole long way just to just to show the dummy I am. I, I was not aware that the that the PPI had such a uh two separate uh studies, one for the services and one for the goods, were you? I'm sure you were. I, I don't know, I just never dug into it that much.
7: Well, I know it is I didn't know the PPI did. The PMI has a manufacturing and the PMI has the services, right? Two separate readings. Right. And, the, and why that's important is because the U.S. economy is a 75 percent services economy. So the services PMI is actually a more significant key indicator of where the U.S. economy is going.
1: Uh, right. Except the, the last two months, I've never seen anything quite like it. The, where are we? The, the the March reading was the last reading, right? Uh, anyway, the, yep. so the February reading was was 2.3 percent increase in goods zero in services. So not that we want to have any tag teams for lawyers. It basically says they didn't raise their lawyer rates, but the price of paper coming to the office went up 2.3%. And last month yeah. was kind of the same thing, only services went up a little bit. But two months in a row, the, the goods part of it are up 2.3%. That that I don't think I've ever seen numbers like that. And if that start, that's, that's the part that starts piling through to CPI. Isn't it? Well, that's
7: right. That, that's exactly why the CPI number is going to continue to go higher. And if the CPI number suddenly turns south and doesn't go higher, then you have to say, okay, who's who's cooking the book? Because it doesn't make sense. It has to go higher. What, uh... That's the point, right? Because now that's the point. They keep telling us, don't worry, it's peaking, peak peaking, peaking. It's not peaking. At least it's not peaking yet. And even when it peaks, I don't think it's going to peak and turn south. I think it's going to peak and just stay peak." is what I think is going to happen. And well, that's going to cause the Fed to have to become more aggressive. And you and I keep talking about it. I hope we don't go back to 1980s-style rates. But at some point, if the Fed is saying that inflation is now, you know, what they're focused on, they're going to have to raise rates higher than the rate of inflation in order to tamp out inflation. You and I both know that.
1: Well, I, uh, I, uh, what well, you just said, there's there's two sides of that to that coin. One is, I don't want to see 12% inflation anymore, but also, right. also, if I do see it, I want to be able to get 12% in the bank.
7: Well, exactly right. Yeah. Which is why they're going to have to raise rates high, which is what they did in 1979. Inflation was 13.6%. They pushed rates to 21%. And then all the money went to the bank, came out of the stock market, went to the bank, because you could go to the bank, give your money to the banker, put it in a CD, earn 21% guaranteed, risk less sleep at night every night with not, in, not a care in the world. And I, then, right? And that's exactly what happened. The Dow was trading at eight ninety two. There was no volume on the exchange. People were, had their money in the bank because they were earning risk-free money. I think they... Uh, I, fear, I fear that that's what's going to happen I, I,
1: again. I, God, I hope th- I hope they don't go Volcker on us because the more I think about it, the more I study that era, Kenny, I'm convinced that Volcker... Absolutely did the wrong thing. I'm absolutely convinced he did. And I wonder if he, I, th- I think what we, what we need to do right now is what he should have done is just drop the money supply growth to 3%, which is, by the way, what these guys have done in the last two months. Why has nobody right. talked about that? That they're in, cause, cause you know and I know that w- the interest rates are just, they're just something you tell the public. What you're really doing right. is managing the, the money in the system to a certain, to a certain growth and a certain rate. If they, right, I, th- right. I think that they they should just drop, like they've done the last two months. Keep it three percent, which I don't think our growth is there. Somewhere around three, but I'm willing to roll with that. Keep it at three percent and just let the inflation come back down to you. I don't I don't think they need to go eight or nine or ten in the on that number. Just just get your money supply growth down to where it ought to be and just keep it there. And I think for a year, a year and a half, two years, I think. I'd rather than have a spike in interest to ten. I'd rather have the inflation come back down to meet where you're going to get three percent okay. in the bank, and and that's where we ought to be. I I, I don't okay. think. Okay.
7: And I agree that that I agree that that's that's going to be what happens. But how do they do it? Will they if they stop growing the money supply? Will in fact inflation come down at the pace they needed to come down? Right, because if they raise rates, will it come down faster. Will they be able to attack it faster versus? You know, just cutting the money
1: supply. I think their their, their numbers have such a lag to them. I don't yeah. think I don't think I don't think Volcker recognized how much the lag was. I think he could have stopped what he was doing six to eight months before he did, and maybe well, even saved the savings and loan industry in the process.
7: Well, but guess what? The Fed could have also saved if they had acted last year in in the summer of 2021, well ahead when we all saw the numbers starting to inch up. If he had slowed down, then we would not be where we are today. But he didn't. They kept going. No, 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 no. We're good. We're good. We're good. They kept their foot on the gas, and now look where we are. I
1: don't don't think it was Kenny. I don't think it was anything to do with their monetary policy. I don't think they did it, and I won't say intentionally. You and I know they did it intentionally. I think they were just uh, the the lapdog of both administrations. To where well, what I am saying, the president went to them and said. We're going to send everybody checks. By the way, we're not going to raise taxes, and we're not going to borrow it. You're going to give it to me, and they said yes.
7: Uh, well, okay. So then, so then they were pressured into keep. They were pressured into maintaining that policy. So, in fact, yeah. what you're saying is they're not really an independent. Oh God! Not no. really an independent body. You and
1: I, you and I know <laughs> we will never argue about that. They're the most political people ever to walk. And <laughs> good lord, <laughs> you think for a second? Oh, you, don't you, tell anyone. It's a, it's a big secret mate. don't tell anybody do you think this guy has, or anybody has the stones if the president comes out and says we're going to come up with a trillion dollar infrastructure plan that everybody votes on going well you better find the money somewhere else I'm not giving it to you I don't think this guy has any stones like that and I'm not so sure you or I do yeah yeah I'm saying that would be a hell of an announcement knock yourself out you're not getting a dime from me buddy <laughs> <laughs> I don't can you even imagine that in the world ever no Right, no. I mean, we, we, we try and we talk. We can't talk about interest rates. The fact is, they gave the dudes the money, didn't they?
7: They did give them the money, and now look where we are. They yeah. did give them the money, and now you know. And it's funny because we look to the Fed to you know get us out of the problem that they helped us get us into. It's a whole other conversation we're gonna have,
1: right? Yeah, but well, we got a dash. It's like so. saying Kenny Palkiri worked the team into the the ten and one fifty season. Don't worry, he's our savior. Like, okay. <laughs> Kenny, take care of yourself, buddy. Uh, I'll uh, see SB, F- SB Futures coming back. You're only down two. NASDAQ Futures down two. Be right back, Mr. Helfenar. Mr. Professor Helfenar.
8: Are you one of the millions of people who suffer with pain? Do you wake up in the morning with stiffness in the lower back or neck? Why are you using medication to cover up the symptoms without treating the actual cause? Painkillers, muscle relaxants, and anti-inflammatories are not the answer. At ChiroMed, physicians are trained to detect the cause of your symptoms and to correct the underlying problem. If you're ready to listen to common sense and do what it takes to make changes in your body that can affect your health for the rest of your life, Give ChiroMed a call and set up a complimentary consultation. They are located in Orland Park and can be reached at 708-403-2727. 20,000 patients over 22 years have been treated at ChiroMed and over 90% of them have had positive results without medication or expensive surgery. Isn't it time you did something good for your body too? Give ChiroMed a call, 708-403-2727, that's 708-403-2727. Let's get you pain-free and living again.
7: Hear ye, hear ye! The Homer Broadcasting System is on the air! Stocks,
1: jocks, and stocks and jocks! You
2: are out of control!
1: Right here, right now! Right here, right now! right now. welcome back to and Jacks. I'm Tamao Aliani on the board. SB Future's down two now only. As a futures, well, we're about to go positive here, running on 25 cents. Uh, so we've had some moves. We were up last night, we were down this morning, and now we're coming back to unchanged as the Fed is uh, heading for their two-day meeting. The rest of the world is very quiet this morning ahead of the meeting, so maybe we, we will be as well. So we have the professor with us? Good morning. How are you, bud? Uh, doing all right. Mr. going to have one more day. Oh, there you go. We, uh, a little excitement this morning as I'm walking in. I saw, thought these guys were filming a movie in fact that they were had been filming a police scene a huge shooting right outside of our place last night oh my. yeah nice One thirty in the morning and people hanging around on the sidewalk H- how is it i know in this in this world we live in where everybody's supposed to be nice to everybody how do you see three or four people hanging around on a corner on a, on a, on a black downtown where there's nothing but there's nothing here the saloons are closed everybody's closed some car comes by and all of a sudden they open fire into the car and shoot three people
2: yeah i don't know
1: it's uh well, when what are we doing or what aren't we doing but it's every night every it's matter when they, when you when you go to a site called hey jackass and it gives you all the shootings all, yeah. of a sudden, all of a sudden there'll be like a saturday night where it'll be no shooting from like five to seven if like some torrential rain went through and they'll put the they'll put the thing in their rain
2: delay well, um, I'm not out like that in the mo- early early morning, so um, yeah. I don't know what to say about that. It's just—I uh, really, its, it's kind of like what happened with the Supreme Court last night, where you have a, a draft opinion of the uh, of the decision, whether, whether you like it or not. It's supposed to be uh, secretive so they can continue to debate it up until when the official. Um, opinion released in the summer, and some clerk, probably, someone one like Kirk, doesn't like the outcome, and, uh, leads it to Politico. Uh, I mean, or
1: maybe I, mean I, I
2: think those, I think those, uh, reactions of that, that, um, that person might get them smaller, right? I mean, if it doesn't, you know, I, I, I think the Spring Court is one of the last few places where Americans had trust in it, right? in a government institution and, uh, and I just I find it horrifying that it, this kind of uh, release would just I mean it, what does it do it, it, it prevents the debate to, go up, to continue on this case and it, it breaks the trust of the clerks and the justices and you know Tom I, I honestly think you know I feel like a kid in a dysfunctional family and the only way that kid would be right with the world in the future or her future is for their parents to divorce. I don't honestly think that, dude. I mean, I, I don't know if the left and right can each other because they can't talk to each other. And I think all of the stuff that you see on the street in Chicago is just a symptom of that dysfunction.
1: Well, I think it's a, it's a symptom of, um, a, a real lot of things, uh, and I don't know, I don't know where you even start, but, uh, there, if, if you, let's put it this way, if you go into some of the neighborhoods here where a lot of the crime is coming from, um, you, you, won't find a family, you know, I mean, you'll find, no, no, actually no. there, there's, there's more there than you think, and your head is really off to them. Cause they, cause, yeah. cause it's, it's so difficult to do in those environments, but we keep having every program that we put through seems to even encourage, uh, but, but still, it's, it's, it's not the program. It's, it's people going around having, having kids they have no intention of taking care of. It's, yeah. it's, I mean, I, I always get the feeling that you can, any society, and this, this is, you know, economics is a behavioral society, or, or science, right? I mean, every, yeah. every society has, uh, out of a thousand people, no matter what you do, there's gonna be a few no good nicks. I mean, there's gonna be, a family that has five kids and four of them, uh, become, uh, you know, Harvard-educated doctors and the other one's a crook. I mean, you're just somewhere along the line, there's, somebody's gonna be dysfunctional, no matter how good everybody is to the person. My grandmother used to say, uh, <clears throat> somebody had bad luck with one of their kids, you know. You know, with the, uh, I mean, you don't have, and, and if it's, if it's one in a thousand, society seems to be able to deal with it. Through criminal justice or the police or something. <clears throat> it becomes, you know, 100 out of 1,000, it becomes overwhelming. Yeah. I mean, and I think in the, in, the, in the areas in this city where it's absolutely overwhelming. It's, and I don't know, yeah. there needs to be some, some massive think out of the box uh, situations, you know. This is. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, yeah. <laughs> those uh, people were on the street you know the well
1: the, what the phenomenon now is is that an, an older person hangs with a couple of younger people or one younger person and the younger person carries the weapons so if mm-hmm. anybody ever did we don't have stop and frisk or something but if anybody ever did do that you'd find that the 15 year old is the one holding the gun and you can't, yeah. you can't basically do anything to him. That's that's essentially what happened in that shooting on the west side here where the, mm-hmm. there was a report of gunshots fired and two cops. Now, of course, I, I the, the procedure I, I'm totally against, but that's another story. Um, two cops show up and with all pretty much good intentions pull out their gun and, and start going down this alley where they think people rant. And they come across two people. Uh, now their guns are out there. They, they don't, for whatever reason, they don't have any backup at this point. I don't remember he showed they didn't call, whatever it was. So it wasn't like, you know, a squad's cars speeding around them. Sure enough, there's these two people, and I think what happened, again, I wasn't there, is the young kid produced the gun, and he was going to throw it away, and the cop thought he was going to shoot it, so they shot the 13-year-old, essentially. But the, yeah. kid, the kid had the gun out, and and of course now you you, you shot a thirteen year old well what what's the thirteen year old doing there at three in the morning with the older guy and the kids holding the gun I mean, obviously, this is the method right is what we're doing yeah. anything we can possibly do
2: 28 year old
1: male was shot for the same exact reason in no hours right well but well, it's it's it, at least you know the uh the idea that well it's way worse when you shoot a thirteen year old than you when you actually oh, yeah. shoot mm-hmm. the hardened criminal. Um, but the point is, that's what you're seeing. And so the ages are getting yeah. younger and younger and younger. I mean, the carjackings are done with people that don't even have a driver's license. I mean, the kids are like 14 because the, yeah. guy, the guy running the carjacking operation is maybe he's down the block with, you know, something. With a, you know, and everybody's got their phones and they're, they're way more, you know, their communication is, is way better than the cops, for God's sake. I mean, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, one of, my, one of my buddies got his car stolen right by my, get a look at this, Uh hell. There's a there's a uh, what do you call it? what's the, the guys who do your oil changes uh, oil change place right on North Avenue right by me, and, and North Avenue is a very busy street and there's no place to park right. So the guy, the guy gets his Lexus, they pull it out front, you know, because they've got another car behind him, and uh he, he pays the guy. He, he walks out like, hey, wh- where's my car? <laughs> what, <laughs> what, what do you mean? What do you mean? Where's your car? Well, these guys, yeah. now the, the, this is lost on our population. We had, we had two or three people in a car driving around looking to do something dastardly. That's all, the only reason why they were there. They weren't going shopping, they weren't going for oil change. One guy hops out, jumps in the car, and tears off. Well, the guy, my buddy, the second stop was supposed to be to the gas station. And of course he's got one of these new cars where instead of, you know, my car, you just, when it gets to E, you fill it up, right? Because you don't know where you are. Well, he's got one of those where it lets you know that you got like eight miles left, right? Which, yeah. mean, which means you got about a cupful. So, but I mean, <laughs> but which means you know, if you, if you drive the newer cars, you're comfortable that this thing's telling you I can go seven miles before I have a problem. Now, I would never, I would never think the thing was that accurate, but that's just me because I drive old cars. No, uh, my band I, w- I was moving
2: to Utah, and uh, I was in the middle of nowhere, and I thought, well, there'll a gas station up here, so I just go back I, I go past one, but I was eight, I think, fifty miles without seeing a person on the back highway. And I was I was on E. It, it was saying we had zero miles empty for about forty five miles. I mean <laughs> I was taking my foot off the accelerator when I was going down here, had the air conditioner turned off. Anyway, it's pretty I I went about fifty miles and it said you have zero miles left. Well it, <laughs> it's a bit it, of a reserve there. Well it well
1: it is or it's you hope so. <laughs> anyway <laughs> but, but, So the the, the dudes see the thing on 8, they pull into a parking lot and abandon it. Of course, they take the guy's keys, it'll cost him fifty bucks to get a, with the new cars, you can't just get a new key, right? You get a whole new ignition yeah. thing. So, he ended up with uh, but that, that was, that's in broad daylight, two blocks of my house.
2: Yeah. And so It's all over. Wow. The yeah. Well, you know, I, think, I think, I'm going to take my economics professor hat off, then I want to get in trouble for what I'm learning, say. and put my parenting hat and my wife and I were at a, we used to go to a black church in, a, in North Carolina when I was teaching there. And the pastor, um, was explaining how important parents are. And he brought up the elephant reserve, And of course the state, you know, if you don't value parents with, among humans, you're not going to value parenting among elephants. And so if the state did was, um, it took younger male elephants away from the parents and put them on a reserve by themselves without the parent, the elephants. And he was like, wise, man. it was like, of flies. The elephants didn't know how to behave um, as elephants because there was nobody there to teach them. And it's the same thing going on with young kids today, right? they have forced to go to a government school in the inner city. The government school's not teaching them to really, movies, not teaching them to... Um, mathematics, right? So they can't read, they can't be mathematics, and there's all these living wages in a lot of these cities where when they graduate, even if they could be math, they are reading. The, the job skills that they learn in these public schools aren't sufficient for them to get this job. So what do they, what do, they do? They get a job, selling, or, 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 a labor job, uh, job some drugs or distributing drugs or policing drugs, right? Um, and the fact that these young kids are not in school means they've elected, chosen not to be in these public schools because they they understand the quality of that service is horrible. And I always why they would be there is because the government tells them they have to be. So the fact that the truant are out uh, not or even dropped out is an indication of how poor these inner city public schools are. And one is and the primary reason why these public schools are so bad is these parents don't have an option. They don't have, there's no competition for the neighborhood government monopoly school for these kids in these inner cities. They have to go to one school, right? And when charter schools pop up, parents want into those charter schools. But there's a push back on charter schools, right? Because the public school that has a monopoly doesn't want that competition. And all you need is one competitor to change the lives of all these young people. A lot of these people protecting their jobs they won't have to compete. Right? And that is the primary reason in my opinion, why yeah, the public schools in a good neighborhood are much you know, better because they have they they face competition every day. And you're seeing public school in a lot of major cities uh, collapse. They're they're shutting down schools selling real estate. they're um, not hiring anybody new when people retire. Because people in the pandemic have really learned the, what the quality of education was with their kids in Zoom and it being broadcast in the kitchen? And the parents are like, you know, we're going with this public school, we're gonna go we're gonna home school, we might even just move to a different state, a different city. And so we're seeing people choosing not to send their kids to these horrible public schools. Well, I think and that's one that reason why these kids are on the street. Yeah, I don't I don't
1: know uh What you're describing is absolutely correct. I don't know if you're, if the sequence of what you're, of what you're, what you're going through is, is the proper one. Now listen to me for a second and agree or not. I think you, you keep interjecting the parents in the school. I'm going to say that if you have two parents that actually care about their kids, uh, they don't necessarily have to have two. I mean, one can do it if there's some support from somewhere else. Uh, it's, it's harder, but it can be done. I think whatever it is, those kids either demand better from the school system or or find the charter school, or in Chicago area, you find enough money, or you talk to the, to the parish and you get the kids in, in uh, Catholic school or whatever. I mean, you, you, you find a way to a certain extent, somewhere along the line, Wherever you are, you're left with those kids that don't really have a family. The parents could care less whether they're there or not. And the teacher calls home and he doesn't find anybody he finds the boyfriend with the mother or something. You, you, you find it, you, you get no support. And I don't, I don't know how, if there's not, if there's not a two-way support, I mean, when my mom grew up to depression and she, she went to Inglewood High School, which is like, you know, the middle of the hood now. And, uh, and she said they didn't assume they were going to get any help from home at all. The teachers, but when you were there, you you paid attention because the parents at least cared about that. I mean that you weren't you weren't causing some trouble or you weren't getting kicked out. So the parents would lower the boom if that happened. But while you were there, she goes, "They they taught you how to clean yourself. They taught you how to cut your toenails. They 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 they, they never dreamed you were going to get homework at home when your parents weren't going to help you because you got to help your parents when you got home because that's the state yeah. everybody was in." She goes, "But everybody came out of there knowing how to read, knowing how to." They're, they're, I had uncles that were, they gradu- graduated, they never even graduated, 16, were voracious readers, all knew math very well. I mean, but there was still, as bad as it was, there was some kind of a unit between the parents and the school wanting the kid to learn something. And But I think some of these areas, my uh, sister-in-law, she did, this is years ago, you know, and, she, and she's a product of the, uh, you know, Catholic school education, and, uh, you know, good, bad, whatever you want to say, but the nuns were, were pretty good. I mean, they dedicated their life to it, so... Anyway, she, she goes, and of course every teacher, she, she always ended up with like sex education week, because the teacher would take that week off to like go on vacation. Well, first of all, I didn't have a teacher, in, in my Catholic school, there were 1,600 kids, uh, in, in one parish. And the, the uh, two administrative people, actually, actually five, you had two janitors, a music teacher, a principal, and one assistant. And if a teacher took a day off, it was like, they had to be like dead. And the principal would teach class, like, so, so you, didn't, you surely okay. didn't, you surely didn't get a day off with that, with the principal coming and teaching class, yeah. right? And the idea <laughs> of any, you know, and, and, and the thing was, if you, if you called home, that was that was the you know the kiss of death for any kid, right? If you if you pissed the teacher off enough where they actually had to call home, well, my sister-in-law starts calling home because kids are being you know total smartasses in class, I mean, she goes, nobody's home. I get I didn't get any husbands. I, I'd, I'd get the boyfriend sleeping there with the wife working Some She goes, every one of these families, every one of these places was broken. So mm-hmm. no, no wonder the kids weren't learning anything. So
2: I, I don't know which comes first. But I think... I grew up in a broken household, in you know, my dad. Um, he didn't want to pay a He for up you know, working for cash in Arizona, Texas, Florida, Mexico. And, you know, my mom was working three jobs, and you know, if I had social media back then in that kind of situation, I don't know what it is because that social media of you know, people, they, they, they start thinking that they're, they're on God on that, on that social media, but if, prior to social media, when I was growing up, man, I had two faces. I had my partner on that face that my mom never saw, and then I had my house a good little boy face that she always saw. And I made horrible, horrible decisions in eighth grade and high school. And I think one of the problems, that, that one of the things that saved me is my mom got remarried and I ended up, because of that, we, I ended up going to three different high schools and I had to learn how to go jump and figure things out. Um, and my stepfather, I mean, he, he wasn't at this point in, but he was an inspirer. Like, he, he took me to his college campus and he told me, yeah, I, I, can, I can do this, I can go to college. And, it had a better life kind of thing, but he, he never signed a financial aid for him. Trying to figure out how to find a small college, I didn't through the Navy, but I mean, if I had social media, it was, you know, the way really my mom was trying to raise this on her three jobs. I don't think I would have ever graduated high school. Um, I don't know what I would have ended up doing, but I think, I mean, social media is a component to it, right? Because you want to you want to you put a little short little video up there. That goes viral and you get kind of addicted to that feedback and whether your actions are considered good or bad by society, I don't think it matters. I think it, all that matters to one person is that the video goes viral and they become famous for something. I
1: don't know. Well, you but, see it leaking across, uh, Hal. I mean, we're, we're, you know, we want to be talking about the markets and the economy. You see it leaking yeah. across, and I just, I was in early this morning and so I had time to talk to the photographers down here about the crime scene. Uh, you know, which I didn't really expect. It's pouring rain, right? It's yeah. like, on top of everything else, it's pouring rain. These guys are shooting everybody. Um, so the I, uh, I came in and I'm listening to the economic reports and the Fed stuff. Why we, we can't tell people the truth anywhere? We, we we think people can't handle the truth or what? I mean, I, I don't. Why do we have to? Why do we have to? Somebody has to, uh, you know, put some kind of a spin on every single thing they say. I mean, I. What what is what is the point of that? Why why do we have to say inflation's eight percent when it's twelve or fifteen? I mean, why why do we you know why do we have to uh, you know come out with a PCE number adjusted where we we yank the the medical out of it down to five percent? I mean, do we really think people it's it's five percent of everybody's uh, basket medical when when it's twenty percent of the economy or twenty one? I mean, why why do we embed these 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 are the numbers are right there in front of people. What what do we get by I mean, I know, uh, you know, Hitler was supposedly the, uh, uh, inventor of the big lie, right? Although he claims that he learned it from the Jewish people. Of course, the Jewish people did all the bad things according Actually, to Actually, I think, I
2: think Hitler and his people learned it from Little Wilson. Uh, Little Wilson was, uh, I mean, he had, he had a group of people that went around and, uh, and beat people up but they didn't stand up and, uh, uh at the Pledge of Allegiance that, uh, and a baseball, I mean I think elect, I think a lot of it came from little Wilson's administration I mean his had more socialism um, outfit. so uh, I, I think a lot of it was inspired by billion socialist or, and, and so I, I think i think it, I think it was deeper than you know Hitler coming up with this stuff right
1: well he but he so, he refined it and he, well, the way he defined it though Hal was it was yeah. absolutely spectacular he said that yeah. uh, he's first of all. You and I can't do the big lie. We're, we're, yeah. not, we're not big shot enough. I, mean, I hate to tell you that, but we're not big shot enough. Uh, yeah. It has to come from somebody who you would never dream would, would spin off a whopper to that extent. Yeah. So, and then not only that, you have to keep it keep it going, and uh, and it has to be so incredulous that, and if you do it right, <laughs> he said, ten years later, when it's been totally proven that it was wrong, over forty percent of the people will still believe it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Did, I, you know what he well, he, he claimed that the, in his in his world the people that invented it were the Jewish people who who uh, blamed the the German generals for losing World War One, and he claims it had nothing to do with the generals. Yeah. That became the lie, you know. It was you know the, sort of like the man who shot Liberty Valance, you know. When the when the truth conflicts with the with the story, print the, print the story or something like that, or a legend. Uh, you no, know, he. And, and, you know, we're, but we're doing that now. Why, why are we telling people that this is what this is? I mean, when we, we're talking about big-time people, uh, you know, famous financiers talking about when, when are you know what are the chances of being in a recession, the Fed's going to cause a recession. For God's sake, hell, these numbers will go with, through with you after the break. Uh, they, they, we've had uh, wages not keep up with inflation for how many quarters in a row? We've been yeah. a, the, the, every man has been, in a recess, has been in a recession for two decades. I mean,
2: who, who's him? The people have the top about that recession, but no. I'll tell you, I in a recession, love man.
1: But even simple stuff, I, you you were very articulate last week. I don't want to tell you that because I don't you know want to make your, you you're already a professor. I don't want to make you a god. You know, but when you when you were talking about um, everybody, no matter who it is. If and even if you even if you got more money than God, if all of a sudden the price of uh, you know your 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 favorite drink at the restaurant goes up, you got to do one of two things. If you if you if you save half your money every month, well, if you buy the drink at the higher price, you're now going to save 0.499 of your money. It's one possibility. Yeah. Or you're going to cut back on something else. You're going to have a drink there, but. You're not going to have a nightcap on the bar on the way home, or you're not going to do this, you're not going to do that, and it, whatever it is, when it, the minute a price of something goes up and you and you decide you're going to pay it, unless your income goes up the exact same amount or more, something else somewhere is going to suffer.
2: Well, Netflix subscription doesn't cost. Yeah, yeah. Right. whatever uh, it is, I mean, if you're, to San Diego, right? Well, I mean, if, well, if when I go to California, I'm kind of thinking we're in California, we're paying $10 a gallon for gas. We can't afford that, so. You pay off those decisions, right? And you gotta pay for food. Well. Food going has gone up ten, fifteen, twenty percent. And Utah, talks names apparently in, in New York in Ontario. You know, my income's not going up, it might be going up one percent. My expenses gone up ten percent. And I got I gotta make decisions what we're gonna do, right? Well plus and you know, that my we tend not and reference and give it to us.
1: Well you know what's 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 uh one of the things that's it's funny how we got to break here pretty soon. And we'll talk a little <laughs> bit about more after the break. The, the single biggest beneficiary of inflation is the government. How does oh how, yeah making the tax without having the tax tax increase? Well, let's, let's talk about that when we get back because I okay. actually did a couple of years ago. I actually did some research on on old tax returns. And anyway, it's all right. S B Futures we're now up buck fifty. We We're down like fifteen when we came in, so we've come back we're on the flat line, which is part, pretty much where everybody else in the world is. Uh, Nancy, if you're up 10, be right back, Stacks and Jacks.
9: Stocks.
1: Jocks. And stocks and Jocks. and Jocks. You are
9: out of
2: control. Right
1: here. Right now. Right here. Right now. welcome back to Stocks and Jax. Time, time Eliani on the board. Mr. Mr. Professor Helsonar with his S&P futures now unchanged. After being down, being up, unchanged as a futures up a buck chuck uh, dow futures down 10 so not much going on anywhere uh looking at my dow stocks a few of them they haven't even open it usually does never happen this time of the morning i uh, open for pre-market trading i got home depot down 72 cents that's the biggest mover jp morgan up 70 cents so not much going on there at all same thing over in asia you got the Nikkei down 29 that's that's a 0.1 percent uh, shanghai still not open hang Seng is open it was up 12 that's unchanged as well Yesterday, big, huge turnaround to the upside, but we were really, really down. Dow finished up 84. I'm going to say it was down 480 or something like that. I don't know. I don't know if it made it to 500, but it had like a, almost a 600 point turnaround. S&P was down about 60, I think. Finished up 23, uh, percent NASDAQ was, uh, never was down as much because it really got hammered the day before, like 3%. So it was down maybe 100 yesterday. So it may maybe a 300 point spin. So that's a almost 3% turnaround. Over in Europe, again, not much going on here. DAX up 38.3%. FTSE down uh, uh, 35.5%. Now, they weren't open the day before, so that's a catch-up. CAC around up 26.4%. They're actually a little more advanced than they were last time we looked. Fines down three basis points, 2.97. We were over three for a little bit. Uh, Bund down one to .95. Japan unchanged, .22. So, again, we've got this Japan versus uh, uh, our 10-year Widening and widening which causes causing the dollar to be stronger versus the end which is causing a lot of issues with the uh, Gold and things a lot of other things, so it's that dollar versus other currency sort of stick uh, Oil down 30 cents to 104.87 Brent down 17 cents 107.41 natural gas up 52 cents 7.99 uh, Boy pushing eight dollars. That's un- unreal our uh, Bob uh, down a penny 349 we've got gold whacked again 1860 down 360 silver down a penny 2257 trying to find a bottom uh in there um crypto up 29 bucks 38,486 Eliane, what do you guys traffic weathered sports traffic is what uh, go home Weather sucks
5: Traffic is genuinely insane I'm actually finishing up the report right this second um, But I'm going to actually go ahead and start with sports here uh, Good morning everyone Currently 7.35am on uh, May 3rd uh, Like I said, let's start with sports uh, Looking at the NBA uh, Suns beat the Mavericks 121-114 to 114. Uh, Looking at baseball Diamondbacks beat the Marlins last night 5-4 And Cubs will be playing the White Sox tonight in Wrigley at 6.40 uh, Depending on how the rain goes, obviously and, uh yeah, pretty much as the chief said, uh, go home. I'm actually going to <laughs> add in another traffic mix just in case I go over. Uh, so let's get into it. Now we have traffic eastbound on 88 between the 30, uh, 355 North ramp and the 294 uh, South Tri-State ramp traffic eastbound on 290 between route 20 all the way to downtown approaching the 290 I 94 construction intersect traffic westbound on 290 between Racine and Wolf Road we have traffic northbound on 294 between west 127th all the way to Irving Park Road uh, we have absolute mayhem southbound on 294 uh, with traffic between the 290 ramp and route 12 with an accident at 31st street LaGrange Road and 87th street uh, we have traffic eastbound on I ninety between Elmhurst Road and Lawrence. Traffic westbound um, on I ninety between Lawrence and the two ninety four North, excuse me, two ninety four South Tri-State Ramp. Uh, we have traffic uh, eastbound on I-94 between Dundee and Canalport with an accident at Willow Road. Traffic westbound on 94 between Route 6 and Tower Road due to that exact same accident at Willow Road. Uh, we have traffic northbound on 55 between Route 30 and the 94 east ramp. Traffic southbound on 55 between South Damon and South Central with an accident at Damon. We have traffic northbound on 57 between route 83 and the 94 east ramp uh we have a bit of traffic i'm like let take a look at lakeshore drive here uh between east oakwood boulevard and between east grand and we have traffic southbound on lakeshore between looks like west montrose and the i-55 south ramp
1: that's and the whole way
5: that's the whole damn thing
1: yeah back <laughs> to you chief oh god uh, so uh hey uh help um Yep. How come, uh, I think you need, I do too, you need to, you need to up your game. I mean, uh, the, the name, uh, Hal Snar is a nice name, but you gotta either go Hal Snar the Fourth, or you need like Hal Tudor Snar, or or Hal Cabot Snar, or something. I need to up it. How about, how about Snarky, how about Snarky Snar? <laughs> <laughs> But the uh, uh, Paul De- Mark 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 Star. Yeah, uh, you got to you got to gotta, or, or put the fourth in there. There has to be three other Hell Stars somewhere in the world.
2: Well, uh, so two in my household. So, yeah, yeah. I have done Google search, and I, I don't know of any other house on the planet other than again, the two that live in my house then, me and my, my in the triplets
1: See, I could legitimately put uh, uh, Tom Howe the third because I am actually the third in the, in our group. So. I never we never do that. Did do do you guys that.
5: know that there's actually something that you can do. You can actually buy um uh a, a square foot of land that uh this company's they're using this this thing to plant trees. So if you if you purchase a square foot of land they'll they'll put a tree there and then you can also add um uh lady or sir, so it could be Sir Tom or Sir Hal. Oh God. I don't <laughs> know, and then like I don't know, they gave about half the first. Yeah, they'll be yeah, so it'll be Sir Hal Snar the first and then they'll, they'll like they'll send you a certificate Hell's saying Hel- that you think saying that your name has been ordained as a sir or, or or lady
1: if if hell started to getting himself Dame, referred sorry, to as sir his wife's gonna accuse him of being in some kinky porn movie or something if he needs <laughs> <laughs> anyway, paul, paul tudor jones says he he can't think of a worse financial environment for stocks or bonds right now i, I gotta agree with him i but then again you don't know, never really know how much is priced in but hell, we were talking before break uh how the government uh, helps. I mean, I I went back. I don't know what possessed me to do this, but some somebody had called in, written in, and was, and was challenging my uh, criticism of uh, of the the man who can't be criticized, Ronald Reagan, right? And it, and it, sure. wa- it wasn't any criticism. I actually uh, really liked a lot about the guy. I mean, I, I but and I, I don't really like the uh, uh, you know the the. the 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 aura that's grown about him, some of which is true and some isn't. I mean, some in it, the true parts I get. I mean, everybody's convinced that that his uh, his tax cut was the greatest thing since sliced bread, and they forget all about the 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 sneaky tax increase the eighteen months later because people were horrified what it did to the federal budget. Right? Those. I mean, I mean, just just if you're going to tell a story, tell the whole story is all I'm saying. At the end of the day, I actually was was a fan. You know, and history has shown that he was an honest man. He he was you could deal with him you could you could talk him to his face I mean Tip O'Neill who came here a couple times uh, and talked he said he was uh, one of the easiest guys to do business with didn't matter whether if you disagreed him on a subject you just say okay we move on to the next subject
2: and if he wants you I think think you learned that because you know he is an actor in Hollywood right yeah in order to continue to have friends and I think to work in Hollywood he has to be pretty applicable and approachable I would think right I would think so too that's why I, I view myself on a college campus. I mean, I'm pretty much an oddity, I think, on those yeah. campuses. You know, that, you know, I'm, I'm, I mean, they would I'm not radical, but when you're talking to Democrat Republicans, it would it's pretty radical. Um, but I think you have to be affable and likable in order to succeed in his industry, right? I think that comes from just existing in an industry well, I would agree. that is so pro-democratic, right? But it's it's also...
1: Uh, it's also, um, but the the idea and this swings us back to the economic piece. I Actually, was talking to a potential client who ended up not signing up. Uh, uh, one of those odd things, some guy kicking the tires a little bit. Hell, but uh, he was giving me some long story about this president is just like Jimmy Carter. He caused inflation. Well, first of all, I'm not a big fan of Joe Biden's, but the one thing you cannot say is that he caused this inflation. This has been coming for. This started when George Bush put the war on a credit card. For God's sake. This has been called yeah. for years and years and years. And so the guy goes, well, everybody knows that Jimmy Carter caused the last inflation. I go, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> this is like a sales call. I don't want to get in a debate with the guy. But I'm like, you forgot about, uh, Nixon's wage and price controls? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Did you forget about Jerry Ford's whip inflation now buttons? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Well, do you still think it was Carter? Oh, yeah, it was Carter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, but, but anyway, uh, but I went back and I did some research and i, I remember filling out my taxes in those days you now and and I think there god was there was there fifteen or twenty or twelve brackets I mean every yeah. time every time you made like if you made between sixteen you know thousand and seventeen five you paid you know fourteen or eighteen percent for that piece, and then when the next piece you made if it was fourteen the next one was fifteen and a half or something so every time <clears throat> so they say that when um, you know, Reagan got in office because he was there for eight years longer. I just use the name. When he got in office, when the inflation, uh, had trimmed its way down, um, plus everybody's convinced that Reagan hired Volcker. He didn't. Carter did. Uh, a little,
2: little oh, yeah. bit. But, uh, that's just, one thing, that's one great thing that I, I uh, think that Carter did. He hired Volker to get inflationary control, right? Oh, well, yeah, and, and it cost oh, him. Reagan to keep
1: him, right? Yeah, it also yeah. cost him the election, pretty much. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. but the, uh, the, the point being, is that everybody started to get, not everybody, I didn't, but I did it when I was at Pullman, I did some of the stuff, everybody started to get uh, coal increases, cost of living adjustments, which if you don't know that term, that's what they used to call them, and, uh, and maybe we'll again soon hear uh, uh hell, but, but everybody used to get them, but the point being is at the end of like eight years, and again, this is not, this I'm just putting this a set in time, I'm not saying that Reagan was the problem, is is the at the end of the day, when you started out making sixteen grand, and at the end of eight years, you're making twenty four. You you thought you kept pace with inflation, but you didn't, because your tax rate went from probably fourteen or whatever it was I don't know in front of me to maybe twenty four or twenty two, because that's how, how steep they were in those days.
2: Yeah, inflation can capture more and more people on our right. tax
1: brackets, right? Well, right now, I mean, we remember we we dropped down to like no tax brackets. I mean, I'm reading this thing, and I'm I'm kind of surprised. We now are now back up to seven tax brackets. Wow! So from zero to ten thousand, you pay ten percent. From zero uh, 10, zero ten thousand, this is for singles. For, this is after deductions and everything. Uh, for from uh, ten thousand to forty thousand, you pay twelve. From forty to eighty, you pay twenty two. So okay, so if, if you're a guy now, first of all, if you're a, if you're a uh, 1099 worker, you're paying 15 percent out of the gate for Medicare and unemployment, right, or for Medicare yeah. and Social Security, and unemployment, Social Security. So this 12 percent is on top of the 15. So no, no. When when how how do people get on TV and say people don't pay any federal taxes? Yes, you do. You don't pay federal income taxes at a certain bracket, but you sure as hell pay the other to 15 percent, right? It's a something of a 1099. Oh, right. you know, if you're, if you're not a 1099, the employer splits the social security with you. But what I'm saying here, just, just for grins, I'm not going to go too far in this. If you're making 41000 bucks, okay, and all of a sudden we have inflation for, you know, seven years, eight years, and, and it starts t- to catch up in the salaries to where the inflation's been 50% basically up your behind. And sure enough, by two years from now, uh, because you change jobs or whatever your employer figures it out and gives everybody a raise, and you're making say fifty five well you're now on the on the additional fourteen thousand, which isn't getting anywhere it's just keeping you even right you're now paying twenty two percent tax instead of twelve percent so an extra ten percent and essentially fifteen grand so your 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 real tax burden is up fifteen. Hundred on the income tax side, plus you're paying more on the social security and you're not getting anywhere, Harold. But who, but who gets yeah. the who gets the more dough, Uncle Sam? Yeah, yeah. I
2: mean that's what it's supposed to look. It one if your income doesn't keep up with it, like mine's not. Uh, it's a, a huge tax, just in fact that prices have gone up. But then if you get captured uh, in a higher income tax bracket, you're paying higher taxes then then your house appreciates, right? And then all of a sudden you're paying a higher property tax. Like right? you're living in the same house. Yeah. Then you're paying a higher property tax. And if you're retired, uh just think about those people in Long Island with inflation are destroying their retirement income. Because I think Long Island I think the tax might be like fifteen thousand dollars on a on a average house up here in Long Island, right? What is it? But so those a- properties continue to appreciate that property tax itself is killing you. Well,
1: it is in a city here too. The only thing I think, yeah. and I don't know, the, I don't know the vagaries of this, but when you reach sixty-five, there's something in Illinois where you can get some sort of a, a property tax cap for retired people. So then, that's even weirder because the tax in your house might be ten, and for somebody to come buy it, it might be fifteen. You know, so it makes it even harder for you to sell it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a, that's one thing you have to be careful and check when somebody says, what are their taxes last year? Well, if they're 75 years old, they're going to be cheaper than what you, you're going to have to pay.
2: If I was my way for a day, Tom, I would, uh, I would, I would replace the entire tax system. I'd get rid of all taxes. I would say you need a 75% majority in the Senate to get it enacted for one, right? And I would just say, you know what, we're going to tax every transaction at about 0.5% and then just make it permanent. If I had my way, if I had my way per day, that's what I'd do. That's well, yeah. just way really too complicated. And the only people that benefit from this are the people that have the money that pay for it and skirt, uh the speed bumps that to get my pitch down. And others are speed bumps. You just can go around them. And everybody else has to go over them.
1: Well, my, my, uh, Brother feels the same way, and he's a CPA, president of PTI Securities, and we, whenever we're kind of in a car for a long period of time, uh, we have a, always a rousing argument on this. I, I'm of exactly the opposite opinion, uh, well and, and not, not for any really theoretical reason, but the idea that the people that have managed to worm their way into benefits in one system, that somehow won't figure out a way to worm the same benefits in the next system, to, to me is, you know it's almost laughable i I mean you're right What would a value added tax if we just scrubbed the current stuff i mean i don't I don't necessarily see all that wrong with uh property taxes uh, in regards to those are the schools and stuff in that area and some people have different tastes I mean some people are, are more than willing but it becomes what you're really doing is is, is you're attacking the the democratic process and I, I don't mean in a, in a bad way. I, I mean, in, in, in a good way. Uh, be, the attack is in a good way. I mean, democracy, we all know, is probably the best way you can have a government. But we also know democracy can also be, you know, four wolves and a chicken voting on what they have for breakfast. I mean, yeah. you know, <laughs> that's not so hot if you're a chicken, right? So, I mean, there's areas here in, in uh, Chicago where if there's more older people, like Evergreen Park was, and my parents lived till they they died, uh... Whenever somebody wanted to vote for a whole bunch of cash for like some massive new athletic facility at Evergreen Park High School, the older people would say, hey, screw that. The one you got's good enough. Yet in other areas where the, where, the, where the people who had more and more kids carried the vote, they made these poor old people pay for of rooms and, 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 and athletic facilities that they never dreamed of having when they were kids, and now they're paying for for somebody else. Now, so, I mean, yeah, there's imperfections all the way down the line. But I think if, if that's going to happen, uh, Carl... Kind of you, you and Carl think about so, so many things the same way. I Who miss is the two- he? I missed the two of yeah. you <laughs> uh, I'm not so sure you ought have mixed up with Say Carl here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The uh, so, you know if if you were if you were Hal Hal Cabot Snar, I wouldn't forget. You know. Um, <laughs> so, but I mean, he must you, become Sir Hal. Yeah, but you have you have to go with the uh, I, you have to you have to get more of a of a chunk from uh, the state or the Fed. In other words, if 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 the if there needs to be right now, you don't get pretty much squat from outside for every student. I, w- I would like to see every student get five hundred bucks out of the gate from the federal government, just to help even it out. And and then maybe a thousand out of the gate, or fifteen hundred from the state, and let the local authorities take over the rest. You know what I'm saying, there, need, there needs to be some bottom line that's covered by somebody. You can't have in my opinion, you can't have somebody in a in rural Mississippi getting like no dough, and, and somebody else getting all kinds of dough because you manage to you got the votes to screw it out of people in the neighborhood. I mean, it, it seems uneven to me. So I'm sort of with you. I just don't know if if the new people won't write the new tax law so much, just like they wrote the last one.
2: Yeah. Well, the problem with federal government uh, taxing is the fact that they can change it at land and then they can use it to finance. Lawyers and in areas of the world that we have no business being in. Um, and then on top of that, you we know, use money that they collect from us, and they, they, they distribute to the state in a way that forces the state to conform to what they think government should be. Right. And I, I, and I agree with Montpelier on this. I think the state, the county, they should be uh, a laboratory of ideas instead of tax them, do it our way, and so we don't get any money, right? So, I think, I, think, I think the people that should be taxing are the, the county level governments and the state level governments, and I don't think the federal government should be doing that, right? I think the state, if people in California want a healthy welfare state, fine, they, they can set taxes the way they want to, and if people like it, they'll stay, and if people don't like it, they'll move. Um, in, in other parts of the country... Like, I don't know, maybe I don't want, them, want a welfare state. And so they, 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 uh, have taxes set in a way that doesn't create a welfare state in those counties and cities. Well, did you ever? And people that are like that can, they can live there if they want, right? Did you ever see? And that's the only way that it was the work.
1: did you ever see any kind of if studies? Uh, one of my, he comes on the show once in a while, Dr. Jansen. Not, not the really smoking hat, Dr. Jansen, from Masters and Jansen to the, uh, my, my my psychologist buddy, uh, he claims that New Hampshire and Vermont. And you probably know something about this. He said New Hampshire and Vermont had two totally different ideas about education, and I don't know which was which. But one of the states took somewhat of a Spartan approach. I mean, you had you know you had uh, sports teams and stuff, but the, the locker rooms were you know concrete and uh, whatever. And they they had a certain amount of budget, and the, the places didn't look anywhere near as nice as the other state. The other state spent an awful lot more, and he had, you know, tiled locker rooms, and a place looked like a, a small college. I mean, I'm i probably exaggerate. And he said there was, was a huge difference in money spent per student, and yet at the end of the decade, the the scores and everything were about even.
2: Yeah. I mean, I... Can I ask you about maybe, have you seen the other movies of Tom Cruise? Back in yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, The an locker room that, Looks like a potato seller. and then you got the one high blocker, which is the like college, you know, campus, right? Yeah, the golf game,
1: all the football That's where he's a football player in uh, the, the high school in Pittsburgh or Pennsylvania or somewhere?
2: Yeah,
1: they're mm-hmm. yeah. Pretty The, the guy, yeah. <laughs> Eliani, it's, it's it's so mm. Pitt, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania football. They're on this field that with all the rain like we had. They, it was the only thing <laughs> they had. So they're, so they're out there in the mud, and yeah. finally one night, yeah. there was so much water, it was like four inches of water. And they're, and they're practicing in the four inches of water in the mud. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the coach is like, why are we like pussy? <laughs> <laughs> and, two uh, favorite post movies of all time. That yeah. and Oh yeah. yeah Bill,
1: I think, whenever you see somebody on TV, all I keep thinking about is, you need to learn your cliches. <laughs> was it the greatest, the greatest, uh, uh, matter of fact, I did, a uh, quick story. Uh, when, I, when I ran for the, uh, um, outside, two of us ran for the board at the CBOE. And a bunch of guys, other traders, you know, backed us. was the Independent Floor Members Association. So they said, well, if you guys are going to run, you got to go get some media training because they don't want you to look like a bunch, couple idiots. Uh, so we went for this media training. And there was this lady who had been a news news. Uh, I, I vaguely recognize her, but she had quit and had a family, but she did this kind of consulting on the side. So fortunately, she picks the other guy. And, uh, Merrill Ferguson, he, he ended up being the, the guinea pig. <laughs> and, uh, and she starts grilling him. And he was like, and he is a really good trader, brilliant guy. He was tied up in a knot by the questions. You know, I was just so happy that she wasn't asking me. And, uh, you no, know, he'd say something like, uh, we want to keep the auction in the market, which was one of our slogans. And she says, well, there's no auction in the market right now. Is it all crooked? And of course, he had no, no answer for that. And just whatever, so they, she ended up playing two tapes, and one of them. I remember, I don't know if you remember, Ellie, before your time, the Bob Newhart show. Well, yeah, Bob, I remember had gone, something before my time? Boy, well, but he, he went out, <laughs> and he was this lady, just smoking hat, uh, you know, lady, you know, griller on TV has him on for uh, for an interview, and he doesn't prepare, he doesn't do anything, and uh, so he says, uh, she says, well, so how long does it normally take to uh, cure a patient? And he says, well, I don't know if I ever. She goes. I am just going to ask you a few questions. Just feel comfortable. He goes. Well, I don't know if you ever really call anybody cured. So she's. So you've never cured anybody. Well, 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 I, didn't, I didn't exactly say that. How much do you charge an hour? And he goes, like fifty. So you charge fifty bucks an hour, and you've never had a cure. And she, she was on him like he just he just didn't know what to say. Just wrecked him. Well, the, well, the second part was the, the dumb pitcher in bulldog because <laughs> Nuke LaRouche, where, where Kevin yeah. Foster says you got to learn your crusade. Well, they got the same kind of lady on. They're going to grill him. And, he, and the first thing he says is, "Wow, I love your new hairstyle." Wait, well, why did you think of doing that? You look even more spectacular. Or something he says to her, and she's like blushing. Then she launches into him, and he goes, "I'm just here. Whatever the team wants me to do, that's what I do." I said, "I'm just. Here, they want me to play. They want to pitch relief. I pitch relief. They want me to play off. Of, I'm just here as one of the group. I'm trying to learn as best I can from the people." That, she, he, 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 Kevin Crosser, said, "These are your ten cliches. This is all you ever say, no matter what she asks you. I'm, I'm just." Here and He was brilliant, <laughs> and he didn't know any, he didn't know anything. And meanwhile, Paul, you know, Bob Newhart, who actually was a psychologist, she, he, he's like squirming in his seat like somebody stuck <laughs> But uh, anyway, um, it's it, it's. It, 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 you, but anyway, the advice, the quick advice was, she said, you, first thing is, you always have to give an interview. You you can't buy that kind of airtime. You don't have the money, so you can't say no." But whoever it is, you say, I'd love to talk to you, and, uh, I'll call you back in five minutes. And you write down, like, four or five things you're gonna say. You can't have somebody say, hey, Tom, how, what, 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 how about your golf game? You know, I, I haven't had that much time for golf, cause this is what I'm working on, to get right to your point. I mean, some of that Bill Clinton took to the point where he could never believe a word he said, right? But, oh, yeah. but, there, but there is a middle ground. You, you have, yeah. you know, 45 seconds to get your message across. And you don't want to talk about my crummy golf game, right? I mean, that's not okay. what you want to talk about. So you, you you get to your message quickly, and you have to know your message. And it is an art yeah. form. I
2: mean, uh. It's oh, no, I went through that with an PR interview a few years back, and uh, every question that was lobbied at me about the minimum wage felt like, uh, I wanted poor people to live in poverty kind of thing, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I can tell you what that. Well, I mean, the minimum. No. I mean, I, my my, uh. I was asked that once, and I said it's. I said there's two two types of increases in the minimum wage, and one is the the market wage is already higher than the minimum wage, in which case okay. you can raise it. It doesn't do any, but it doesn't do it make any difference except for patting yourself on. I
2: think recession, in the recession, uh, yeah, the, uh, the, yeah. the companies get right? yeah.
1: But if the market rate's twelve, and you raise it to nineteen, nobody can pay that. You screw everything up. Yeah. yeah but if it's or or if you
2: impose a of the nation you can feel a plan and not stripping New York because these labor markets are different
1: uh, well that's true but I especially like the one where they tried to put the $19 one in like the Seattle airport now that I agreed with uh, Hal because the amount of money those people were making with those sweetheart deals at the airport they could afford to pay 19
2: spread it around a little bit that's airport guarantees you know a little monopoly pricing yeah, right what I'm saying yeah I can't take, I can't, I can't buy my Chicago style pizza, you know, downtown people get in Chicago and take it to security. Right? So I have to mm. eat it before I go to security, which then blocks me up for a week. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> so, uh, what, what, what project are you working on? What's your book? You got 30 seconds. What's your, what's your
2: latest? What's oh, I, uh, I want to work on a book about kind of uh, kinda like my wife and I characters back in, uh, Annabelle South. And, uh, she's, Bill is the daughter of a slave master, and I'm uh, passing his half of full right, and my image is North American mixed with white, Oh, god! and it's uh, about the libertarian lady during the Revolutionary War, I've already knocked out the plot, the show and the subplot. I've got to to introduce
1: you to Eric, he'd love to hear your your stuff, because he's publishing his second book. Next time you're in town, I'll get you guys together. SB Futures now up 8, and SB Futures up 37. We were up last night, down this morning, now we're back up. Maybe we'll continue to rally yesterday, Fed meeting today, back tomorrow, Stocks and Jocks.
8: Stocks and Jocks is brought to you by PTI Securities and Futures. Go to ptisecurities.com. PTI ProDirect, trade for as low as a penny per share and a dollar per option contract. Learn more at ptiprodirect.com. Nadex, offering an intuitive way to trade the financial markets. Visit nadex.com. Home Source Realty. Call Audrey Johnson at 708-349-3456. Hamzy Analytics. Listen to Fari Hamzi every other Thursday and visit HomseyAnalytics.com. Cairo Med. Back or neck pain? Schedule a complimentary consultation by calling 708-403-2727. Dax Research. Tune in for David Andelman's technical analysis on Mondays and Thursdays and call 1-800-821-4968.
7: So are you going to get another job?
3: I don't think I'd like another job.
7: <laughs> well, what are you going to do about money and bills and... You know, I've
3: never really liked paying bills. I don't think I'm going to do that either.